another woman arrested for defacing blm graffiti the leftist openly calling the white house press secretary obscenities charles barkley fires at the blm and the left and kanye west drops out then hops back into the presidential race all that and more on this episode of the johnny ray show I have a new hero, a new spirit animal, and her name is Beverlyn Beatty. More on that, but first. Today, podcasts are all the rage. Everyone wants a voice, and now Anchor has given you that voice. Anchor is the easiest way to podcast, whether it's political or fun, about parenting, or just your day-to-day routine. Anchor is the free, easy way to get heard. Anchor allows you to create edit and publish your podcast right from your smartphone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so you don't have to. It's everything you need to create a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. For those of you who haven't seen the video that went viral this last week of Beverly Beatty, a black conservative Christian woman who was arrested in New York for painting over the Black Lives Matter graffiti that was out front of Trump Towers on Fifth Avenue. Take a listen to this. (laughs) Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, right? For the black people. This for the black people. They destroying businesses for black people. They're looting for black people. They do it for black people, right? Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. You want to defund the police for black people. You're lying. No, we're not standing for black lives matter. We want our police. Refund our police. Refund our police. Y'all don't care about black lives. Y'all don't care about black lives. Refund the police. Refund the police. They say black lives matter. They say black lives matter, right? They say black lives matter. Oh, they don't care about black lives. They don't care about black lives. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Refund the police. Refund the police. Refund the police. Refund the police. They don't care about black lives. They lie. They liars. They liars. They say they care about black lives. They're saying to defund the police. And for the sake of black people, the black people doesn't care. Get 
version of the clip that was her smearing paint all over the BLM graffiti paint on Fifth Avenue right out in front of Trump Towers while the crowd screamed for the cops to arrest her 
she did have a few people in there that were that were cheering her on, but the overwhelming majority were screaming for her to be arrested and and punished. The funny thing about it, though, is those same people that were screaming for the cops to arrest her are the ones demanding that the police be defunded. But that's how the left are. They hate something until they need it. F the police till somebody steals their TV. F the police till someone shoots one of them. Then it's, where was the police? I say the police who walked out, called in, and requested transfers are the ones on the right track, personally. I say, you want no police? Let's give them no police. Oh, that's right. We did, and it was CHOP. Now, Beverly was arrested for that incident, but a few hours later, she was seen in Harlem, so apparently she had gotten out and was now in Harlem, and when uh, a couple of black people, obviously from the left, approached her, she told them that she did it because Jesus matters. Take a listen. Jesus got to matter. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Before anything else can matter, hey, yo. Jesus got to matter. What's wrong with you? Before anything else can matter. What's wrong with you? Jesus has to matter. But what's wrong with you? You're a black Jesus woman. Black. You're a black woman. They're killing us. What the fuck we're is dying. wrong with you? You're we're a black dying. woman. We're dying. 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 We're dying in the streets. Is that okay? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Stupid. That's real fucking smart. Matter of fact, I got something for you. Drive off. you heard the the other african-american the black people that were there uh were screaming and yelling at them for doing it obviously they didn't like it um it goes against their narrative so they they obviously had to defend that but if you noticed when you're listening and if you go watch the video you see even more context to it um but you can you can hear the hatred in the other person utilizing that race card that they pull so well they they use the race card but you're a black woman you're a black woman what does her race and gender or sex have to do with her ideology of believing that black lives matter is a racist uh, ludicrous organization it doesn't it has nothing to do with it but they have to fit their narrative that's what they do. So they try and utilize the fact that she's a black woman, that she should sympathize with them, and she should support Black Lives Matter simply because she's a black woman. And you could hear her saying back, Jesus matters. Until Jesus matters, nothing matters. And that's, that's a very true sentiment. It really is. And I think a lot of people have strayed so far away from the Judeo-Christian values in America, that that's why we're in the position that we're in right now. And toward the end, you could hear uh, they got even more violent by throwing 
the empty paint containers that were falling out of the van when they pulled away trying to get away from this uh, gentleman who was being very aggressive with her and the person driving and they were throwing the empty paint containers hitting her car and the the car of the person who was videotaping the live stream that's assault you you can't assault a a non-existent thing you can't you can't assault the sidewalk you can't assault the the road you can assault a person or their property that is that's public property no matter what the left wants you to believe the road the sidewalks that is public property unless otherwise stated unless it's on private land so i can drive down the street right now and pour paint on the street and nobody can do anything that it, you 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 can get vandalism charges yes but you can't graffiti the road and then when I, as a taxpayer, go and paint over that graffiti back to the normal color, then charge me with vandalism. It just doesn't work that way. That's not the law. That's not how law works. And the left doesn't understand that. But you can assault somebody's personal property like their vehicle. And when you throw a paint can, empty or not, that's assault. That is a crime punishable by law. But, just as always, laws for thee, not for me, the left gets away with everything. They have the police, the government, they have everybody so terrified that they can't even be punished without the fear of repercussions. That's why... When cops are making lawful arrests, they're worried about their jobs. That's why when they are legitimately defending themselves against people like the Yahoo up in Detroit, who the cops killed, I don't even remember the guy's name. That's how minuscule he is as a person to me. Because he wasn't even the subject of who they were trying to arrest. But because his friend was getting arrested, he didn't want that. And because he's grown up in a society of if you if you buck the system, no matter if you're right or wrong, you get what you what what you want. And he pulled a gun and aimed it and shot it at a cop's face. And we're not even talking like a taser, like with Rayshard Brooks down in Atlanta where everybody screamed up and down. It's not a lethal weapon. It's not a lethal weapon. Even though it's described in Georgia law as a deadly weapon. This was a gun, a firearm, probably illegally purchased, if you want my total opinion on it. I'll bet if we followed that paper trail, it would lead to that in conclusion, I promise you. And he got shot and killed, and people are protesting it. People are protesting a for a man who pulled a gun and aimed it and shot terribly, I will say, but still aimed it and shot at a police officer's face. And they're protesting him being killed. I, 
I don't know what the left wants. I don't know if they want people to have hugs and kisses for, for breaking the law. But that's not America. That's not any law. You don't get a hug, a pat on the bat, and a cookie for breaking a law. And this was a person breaking the law. And in the video, if you go watch the video, you can see they drive right by a, a cop car. A cop car is literally sitting right there. I can only assume that there's a cop in the cop car or in the vicinity of the cop car. Not once did that cop flash his lights or walk to what was going on and, and talk to the gentleman who was assaulting the personal property vehicle of Beverly Beatty or the passengers or the person who was driving the secondary vehicle. And that's that's what is just going to destroy this country. And it's really, it's going to cause a, a split in this country so far that it's not going to be able to be repaired. And that's what we're moving into slowly. And I'm thinking that this stuff like this is going to just escalate it quicker and quicker. Speaking of the left and their idiocracy, just when you think that they can get no lower, no more ludicrous, you turn on the TV and, and you're proven wrong. Tuesday, at a White House press briefing, a reporter from Al Jazeera asked the press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, a question in which she answered and gave three or four examples, gave sources, when the reporter wanted a uh, follow-up question, multiple follow-up questions, Kaylee attempted to go on to other uh, reporters and the the reporter from Al Jazeera responded by calling her a lying expletive. I'm not going to say it because uh, I try and keep it PG if I possibly help it, um, but a lying B-word. Uh, the reporter came out and said she did not call her the obscenity. She said that what she said was, you don't want to engage. Take a listen to the clip. Uh, I'm going to play the, the full audio clip just all the way through, and then I'll play a slowed down version and let you make kind of your own decision what you think she says. Yes. Thank you, Kaylee. Okay, you don't want to engage. Okay, you don't want to engage. Okay, you don't want to engage. I've really not heard the president put the Kremlin on notice with respect to the U.S. election. Will we hear from him today on that? The president's put the world on notice that our election systems must be secure. We can talk about the 71 million uh, in legislation on election security. Uh, we can talk about the 15 million for election reform activities. We can talk about legislation making more than 805 million available to states. And when it comes to mail and voting, um, I would point you to the fact that there's a Wall Street Journal article just out today, and it talks about the dark omen for November and the absolute catastrophe in New York City that we are a month into the election after the voting and we still don't know who the winners are of some of those races and Governor Cuomo decided that he would prepay postage for the ballots and what that meant was that the post office didn't put a postage stamp noting the date uh, of the ballot so as they're collecting these ballots in for a month as you asked me about this so I'm going to answer there are questions about mail mass mail out voting and I know you don't want to hear them, which is why you talk over me, but I encourage you to read the op-ed. Yes. On the China vaccine research, this yes. is very You've gotten two questions, which is more than some of your colleagues. Yes. Thank you, Kaylee. Okay, you don't want to engage. 
Um, in St. Louis, the McCloskeys have been charged with felonies for waving guns at protesters. The Missouri Attorney General is vowing to dismiss these charges. Where does the president stand on this? Now, I don't know about you, but I hear the B word pretty clearly. I don't even know how you'd get engaged to sound like the B word. The reporter claimed she said engage, but I don't hear it. A lot of prolific figures came and and supported and went against the reporter. Uh, a lot of lefts and rights all over Twitter. But let's break it down. Let's break down the two words because English is still English in 2020, I think. Engage. Now. B. Itch. Gage, itch, gage, itch. Yeah, two totally different sounds, folks. I'm not an English professor or a doctor of the English language, but even I can tell you comparing gage to itch is like comparing it to art. It's just not adding up. You cannot say engage and somehow it sound like the B word. You just can't. It's not possible in any English language, dialect, or slang for that matter. You just can't. And even furthermore, if you listen to the whole audio clip at full speed, you can't even get out. Okay, you don't want to engage. You, you can't even get that all out in that in that little section. You can't. She would have had to have had two mouths talking at the same time to get that entire phrase out and somehow rearrange it to sound like the B word. And a lot of people are going back and forth about it. I'm not telling you what it says. I'm telling you what I feel like it says, what I think it says. After listening to the full audio, after listening to the slowed down audio, after listening to the the repetitive audio that was played in there, it to me, it sounds like she called her a lying B-word. If the White House transcripts say that she said, okay, you don't want to engage, if that's what they say, that's what they say. I personally don't hear it. And, and I'm, but again, I'm not an English major. Uh, I didn't graduate from English Academy or anything. I've only been speaking it for 32 years of my life. 
but I don't know how you could possibly get itch to sound like gauge or vice versa. It, it, to me, that's just not possible. Maybe it is. Maybe she's some form of alien that could speak in full phrases in split-second parallels. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I just don't get how it could be done. And, and physically and through the English language, it cannot be done. Anybody who's passed fifth grade English knows that letters have sounds, have syllables. The syllables and sounds don't match up at all. It, they just don't. But let's move on to better news with a legend of the NBA, a man that I personally liked and professionally liked for my entire life, Charles Barkley. Sir Charles took to an interview this last week to speak out against the anti-police rhetoric that's been going on for quite some time now. Uh, he's been open about um, his uh, personal views on a lot of things. Um, he's, you know, made comments and, and shared while he was an announcer. And he's always been the type that just uh, said what he meant, said what he felt, and didn't really care what uh, anybody really thought of him. He wasn't afraid of the cancel culture, and he's actually backed that up now. He did an interview with ESPN, the Dan Lab Labatard Show, I guess. I don't know. I don't watch ESPN. I don't like sports anymore. Um, but he said that cops have made some mistakes. Black people have made some mistakes. We have to sit back and be honest with each other. The cops have made some mistakes that don't give us the right to riot and shoot cops. He went on to say, black people only like you when you say what they want you to say. I'm a big boy. I can handle the heat. If it wasn't for the cops, we would be living in the wild, wild west. It's not as simple as that. It's always the cops' fault. We as black people have made some mistakes. We've got to do better. Cops are important. They're very significant. We as black people have to do a better job at policing ourselves. The cops have made some mistakes. I think everybody has admit that. But we can't, as black people, every time something goes wrong, think it's the cops' fault. And that's that's really true. And it's it's really it's what conservatives have been saying ever since Trayvon Martin, way back when all this started. We've been saying, yes, there are bad apples. There are bad cops. Nobody has denied that there are bad cops. But the left has yet to admit that there are bad black people, there are bad white people, there are bad Asian people, there are bad women, there are bad men. It, it's always a narrative with them. Always. There's never, there's never an admittance of guilt from the left. The right can admit when things are wrong. Just, even with President Trump. Everybody always says, well, the conservatives and the Republicans just step in toe and draw the line with Donald Trump. I personally have have came out and just condemned him on some things. Some things that he, he tweets are stupid. They are dumb. And I will say it. I'll be the first one to admit it. Sometimes he lets his fingers get away from him. But... I can admit when my side has faults. The left cannot. 
they have yet to admit that any of their side has a fault. And that will be their downfall. That's what more and more people of the moderates in the middle that are not not all the way left and not right are seeing. And that's why a lot of black people are moving toward conservatism and away from the progressive left. Because they're seeing with their own eyes that they are not taking accountability. The left does not take accountability. They don't admit fault. Everything they do is right. Everything that anybody else does is wrong. If you don't agree with them, you have the right to be lambasted. You have the right to be attacked. You have the right to be harassed. You have the right to be canceled. And that's what is driving more and more black people and people of minorities to conservatism. I'm going to play a little bit of the clip so you can get more audio of what he's saying. And then we'll... um, talk about what he actually says and and go into a little detail of what he was talking about. Listen, Deshaun Jackson, Steven Jackson, Nick Cannon, Ice Cube, man, what the hell are y'all doing? Like, y'all want racial equality. We all do. I don't understand how insulting another group helps our cause. And the only person called y'all on it was Kareem. We can't allow black people to be prejudiced also, especially if we're asking for white folks to respect us, give us economic opportunity, and things like that. I'm so disappointed in these men, but I don't understand how you beat hatred with more hatred. That stuff should never come up in your vocabulary, and it should never come up in your heart. I don't understand it. I'm never going to accept it. And I'm asking you guys, I'm begging you guys, man. You guys are famous. You got a platform. We got to do better, man. I want allies. I don't want to alienate anybody. And to take shots at the the, the Jewish race, the white race, I just don't like it because it's not right. And I had to call them on it because it's really really been on my heart. What have you done to actually enhance the black community? That's a great question. People like Ice Cube, LeBron James, Nick Cannon, Colin Kaepernick, Sean King. What have you done? Nothing. It's a rhetorical question. You've done nothing. Meanwhile, Trump, who you lambast as a racist, has enacted the First Step Act, which gives prison release to nonviolent criminals, many of whom are black. He's given funding to urban areas to be developed and businesses to prosper. He's given more funding to black or predominantly black colleges than any other president, including your president, Barack Obama. He's given more grants to black students to go to college than any other president in history. He has the lowest black unemployment rate ever highest ever minority employment rate in history? I mean, please, someone list what Kevin Durant or Colin Kaepernick have done. Colin Kaepernick has been responsible for more black deaths than black people he's helped by inciting riots and mobs to attack, tear down, and destroy cities with his anti-American rhetoric that he's been spewing for the last several years now. 
What Charles Barkley said was absolutely true. He went on to list what he's done, which included giving a million dollars to his high school to send black kids to college. He gave a million dollars to an all-black high school in Alabama to send kids to college. He gave Auburn College $2 million. He just gave Morehouse in Atlanta a million dollars. He gave Wounded Warriors a million dollars. He gave Hurricane Katrina Relief Fund a million dollars. That's what Charles Barkley has done to help out black communities and predominantly minority communities. Can you say that about LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, 50 Cent, Eminem for that matter, who came from a predominantly black city in a predominantly black music industry, and even he hasn't given anything back. The closest thing that he's given back is to go and get 50 Cent and sign him and give him millions of dollars that he turned around and didn't give back. What have the black celebrities from the left that scream and yell about the police brutality and Black Lives Matter and systematic racism and systematic oppression, what have they done to enhance their community? I challenge Anybody who's listening to this right now, you message me on Facebook, get me on Twitter, text me if you have my phone number, email me if you got that. I want to know what any of these left Black Lives Matter celebrities that are screaming and yelling about systematic oppression, systematic racism, and how the white man is keeping the black man down. Tell me what the black man has done to enhance the black man. Please, tell me that. I'm begging you. Speaking of black celebrities pushing back against the left, Yeezy, yay, Kanye West has hopped back into the presidential race. Kanye West recently announced he was running for president on Twitter and was slammed by both the woke left and the spineless right. I, for one... I think that it's great. I think it's it's I think it's a great deal. At first I thought it was a publicity stunt. Thought he was just trying to sell records, but he made it clear in a video he was dead serious about it. After a few days he announced he was dropping out. Yeah, I know. That sucks. But Tuesday he had yet another coming out sealing the deal that he is in fact running. I love it. I think he's a very intelligent black man. I don't think he'll win, but he's very intelligent. I'm actually a big Kanye supporter. Of course, the left are now taking him out, calling him mentally unstable. I mean, they did this four years ago when he came out wearing the bright red MAGA hat and hugging all over President Trump. But now they're going even further using an emotional speech he gave on an abortion matter as their measuring stick. Take a listen. My mom saved my life. My dad wanted to abort me. My mom saved my life. There would have been no Kanye West because my dad was too busy 
I don't know about you, but this sounds like a man who's just passionate about the topic at hand. He mentions how his father wanted to abort him, how he wanted his mom to abort him because he was busy with his life. He goes on to mention how he wanted Kim to abort North, his daughter. That's kind of when he broke down and started crying and, you know, the waterworks came. But the left is saying he's unhinged and unstable. Why? Because he's passionate and has emotion? The left is the side full of emotions. Everything is emotional to the left. They they should love Kanye. But because he's against their narrative, he's unstable and unhinged. The double standard of the left is out of control. They believe science about climate change, but not about life at conception. They believe all cops are bad, except when they need them. All white people are racist, except the ones that kneel to them. That's what the left has been built on for the last decade. The left is full of double standards and whataboutisms. That's what they do. And that's what this entire show has basically been about. That It's the double standard of the left. It's laws for thee, not for me. They can do something and it's perfectly fine. But if anybody on the right does it, it's... it's against them it's bad it's evil it's it's criminal it's racist it's xenophobic it's homophobic it's transphobic it's literally if you don't agree with them you are canceled that's what they want and that's what's been going on for the last at least five years since trump decided to run for president it's technically been building up over the last 10 or so years Ever since Barack Obama got elected into office, that's when a lot of the shift happened. And I can tell you personal stories, but we don't, here on the right, we don't like talking about the the one-offs. We don't like talking about the, the, the few. We want to talk about the whole. We want to talk about statistically accurate facts. See, the left, they want to base it off of emotion. They want to base it off how they feel and, and oh, I feel like this and I feel like that. We don't talk about that on this side. We talk about facts, statistical facts, things that can be proven factual. And that is why this election is probably the biggest election of any election in history this is the election that's going to determine if the the left takes over and we become a state of emotion and feeling and socialism, communism, Marxism. If we're going to have a lawless country with no police officers, no no laws, the the laws that they do have will only pertain to conservatives and those on the right that don't agree with the with the main left the progressive left that's what is this this election is determining that which side of history do you want to be on do you want to be on the progressive feeling side or do you want to be on the right side the side that's going to bring our country back from this pandemic BS that's been going on that's going to 
that gave you the greatest economy in history before this, that's the side that I want to be on. I want to be on the side of my constitution, my rights as an American, as a human being, God-given inalienable rights. That's the side I want to be on. What side do you want to be on? That's the question. And that's what's going to determine the outcome come November. Because after that, none of this is going to matter. None of it is going to go away. The coronavirus is going to go away. Black Lives Matter will go away. Everything's going to go away if President Trump doesn't get reelected. If he gets reelected, it's going to keep going. It's going to keep going for another four years. We're going to have Russiagate all over again. We're going to have the Russian collusion hoax all over again. They're just going to find new things that they can attack him with until they come to what they want, their outcome. That's what they're wanting. But that's all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Please remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, do all the good stuff to keep this show running. We're trying to constantly upgrade and advance the show, and we can only do that with support from you, the fans, the viewers. So um, message me on Twitter. It's at J-R-A-Y-918 on Twitter. Message me on there. DM me or at me. And we can we can talk, you can give me critiques, you can uh, ask me questions, you can give me uh, topics you'd like me to discuss, and, and I'll try and integrate them as best I can. Um, make sure and message me on Facebook. If you got Facebook, message me on there. And same thing, if you like me to talk about a topic, want to critique the show, uh, if you'd like to be on the show, uh, feel free. I'm always looking for ways to integrate fans into the show as much as possible. And again, like, share, subscribe, blow up social media with this show so that they know that we're not the silent minority. We're the silent majority that's going to be loud. Come November, we are going to be loud. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week on The Johnny Ray Show.